Hey everyone, this is Kennedy Hawk from the Marvel Champions Monthly team. Today, I'm going to be going through my third Deck of the Week entry. So we are on week three of this new series, where every Saturday I'm going to post a deck list, talk about a deck that I've been playing in the last week, and eventually record some gameplay videos and put them up on YouTube. So I just uploaded the Miss Marvel ones from last week, and I completed my She-Hulk games, but I have to finish editing the videos and uh, removing all my ums, hems, and haws as I, I sit around thinking about how to play this week's character, which is She-Hulk Justice. So what I do is each week I ask our patrons to either pick the aspect to pair with a hero or to ask them for the hero to pair with an aspect. So this week I wanted to play a She-Hulk deck and they chose Justice. So Crimson has played a lot of She-Hulk Justice and he has told me thousands of times how great she is and how much better she is than anything I've ever played in Justice. And he's probably right. But I wanted to make something a little bit different than the typical spam lead on the law, spam for justice, and use She-Hulk to do your attacking. I wanted to really highlight one of She-Hulk's cards, Hellcat. So Hellcat is a three-cost ally that has two thwart for one consequential, one attack for one consequential. She makes a wild resource, and she has three health. And she has an amazing ability that is often ignored. Action, return Hellcat to your hand. There's no limit on that. You could do it as many times as you want. You could also um, do it every turn and replay her. And that's what the goal of this deck is. The goal of the deck is to get some really beefy supports and upgrades out there from the basic cards that are in the back of the deck and make it so every turn you can play Hellcat. Because if you get this combo set up, what you can do is Hellcat was on the board from your previous turn, probably with one consequential damage, so you can remove two threat, you can bounce her, you can replay her for free, basically, and then remove two more threat. And if She-Hulk has four threat removal per turn, and then her whole hand on top of that, she's going to smash face, and that's exactly what this deck does. So I'm going to run through the deck, starting with uh, cards by card type, and then I'll talk through some of the choices and some of the games I played that were really, really fun with She-Hulk. So... She-Hulk is going to be seeking legal aid, and she's going to seek legal aid through six allies. And all my allies are Avengers characters. I don't know if I like that, but I really liked it, at least in my test demos, because it worked really well with some of my other cards. But I've obviously got Hellcat. I've got Quake, who's a two-cost ally. When I flip down as She-Hulk, she's going to help take care of some minions for me. I've got Wiccan from Scarlet Witch's pack. Really good two-cost ally. We've got Spider-Man. Speed and War Machine. So War Machine is the only basic ally in there. I wanted to include Nick Fury and Mockingbird, and I could not find the room in this deck for them and on Rare Avenger and all sorts of other stuff. So the reason I have all Avengers is I'm going to be using team building exercise to reduce the cost of Avengers when I'm in hero form as G-Hulk. I'm also going to be using the event Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So I've got two copies of Clear the Area, two copies of Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and two copies of Four Justice. And then all my She-Hulk events. So one Gamma Slam, two Ground Stomp, two Legal Practice, three One Two Punch, and one Split Personality. So that means you've got five events that can ready your character. And Earth's Mightiest Heroes is going to be a free event that's going to keep those allies out there. So that's another great use for Hellcat as you're bouncing her back and forth. Ideally, she's just out there the entire game. Um, so you're always going to have an option for Earth's Mightiest Heroes to get that double attack in with She-Hulk. I've had turns where I actually attack three or four times using all these one-two punches at Earth's Mightiest Heroes. So it can be pretty fun. For resources, I brought Energy, Genius, Strength, and Two Power in all of us. That might be strange, because War Machine was our only basic card so far. Um, and it is a little bit strange, but I bring some really good supports to go along with that. So I bring an Avengers Tower, a Quinn Carrier, and a team-building exercise. 
if you're playing this in multiplayer, um, you don't need any really detailed resource matching for Quinn Carrier. I mean, it helps with things like Superhuman Law Division, and it helps with Fort Justice. She-Hulk and the cards we've included already have a ton of mental resources, so it's not like super essential for Quinn Carrier, but I, I included it because I like it a little bit better than Helicarrier just for the resource providing during the villain phase. Alright, so I've got those three supports. The key one here is team building exercise. So team building exercise combined with Avengers Tower can make Hellcat cost one. So team building exercise reads, hero action, exhaust team building exercise, play a card from hand that shares a trait with your hero, reducing its cost by one. So that would let you play Hellcat, reducing your cost by one. Avengers Tower is exhaust Avengers Tower, reduce the cost of the next adventure ally you play this phase by one. So now Hellcat only costs you one resource, and if you've got your Quinn Carrier out there, bingo bango, Hellcat is free every turn. So that's the reason we have these two power in all of us's, is we really need to be able to play those every time they come up, especially as one ofs, um, and two of them are unique. We need to make sure those get down so that we can start bouncing allies. And this combo works with all of your characters. So you can play Speed for one, you can play Wiccan for free, Quake for free, War Machine um, for one is pretty good, Spider-Man for two. Um, all these cards are really good combos to go with that little set of three basic supports. Under upgrades, I got a little bit weird. I put one under surveillance because I wanted to play this deck against Ultron, and it worked out that I got under surveillance out there in the first scheme, and I was able to like basically stay in the first scheme forever. I've got my two superhuman strength, two focused range, one skilled investigator, and then I've got four more basic upgrades. So I've got two copies of Enhanced Physique, and I bring those because I want to make sure I have resources down so that I can always play my one-two punches and I can always get things out. And then, this is a little weird, I've got two Tenacity. Um, you could consider reducing one of these and turning it into Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but I found with that Power of All of Us, once you get your three supports down, Power of All of Us is basically just there for Enhanced Physique um, and War Machine, which at that point isn't really worth it. But if you can throw Tenacity down for one card, and you've thrown Enhanced Physique down earlier, getting that four or five turn or five attack turn down with She-Hulk can be really, really potent and really, really fun. So a lot of times I'll play these early if I happen to draw my Power of All of Us without a Quinn Carrier or Avengers Tower. Just get something on the board that provides me value later because it helps me sort of control the situation. Um, so that's the deck. It is a pretty, pretty fun deck, um, but it's also like very, very volatile. You've, you've really got to get set up pretty fast. I didn't include some Justice cards that people might consider essential for She-Hulk, so I wanted to talk through that a little bit. I did not include things like Lay Down the Law. I actually found when I was playing through this deck many, many times that I wasn't flipping nearly as much as I expected to with She-Hulk. I was flipping every time I drew split personality. It is like an automatic, you gotta do it. But a lot of times, I was sort of tanking hits for my allies and then using Hellcat to stabilize the board. And I would flip down once or twice to do a big heal and I would just focus on getting my punches over and over and over again until the villain was gone. So you could consider swapping the 2-4 Justice and clear the area for 3 late on the law, and then throwing in Earth's Mightiest Heroes. But if you're planning to play the game I was playing where you don't flip as much, um, late on the law just doesn't help as much, because you got to draw it at the right time, which is a little stinky. I did have to include some thwart events. Um, I originally built this deck, and I sent it to some people, and I said, is this even a Justice deck? Because all it had was Justice Allies and Under Surveillance. And I found through plays that I did need a little bit of thwarting to go with my She-Hulk. I never wanted to flip down to use Law Division, because the villain usually schemed for more than I could remove with my Law Division. 
but keeping for justice and clear the area in there really let me push the threat down when I needed to. Um, I do use my allies for a lot of thwarting, but once you get set up with this triple basic support and Hellcat in your hand, you can basically thwart for four and play the rest of your hand and play like a four card hand size for the whole game. And if you can thwart for four without spending resources, you can live with a four card hand size, which is pretty amazing. Um, the cost curve on this deck is a little bit interesting, so I thought I would talk about that. It has a lot of two-cost cards, which is weird for me, um, including Enhanced Physique. Usually I include those enhanced resources when I have a ton of one-cost cards. But here I've got five, zero, six, one, and then I've got 15 two-cost cards. So you do have a lot of cards that cost two. Um, luckily, you've got those power in all of us, because that covers seven cards, eight cards in your deck and you're reducing the cost of a lot of those cards that are two or greater using those supports and using those upgrades. There's a few tricks and misplays you can do with this that I, I did a lot um, starting out. So T-Bundling Exercise is a hero action. I cannot do that when I am Jennifer Walters. Also, I don't have the Avengers trait um, when I am Jennifer Walters, so that's another reason I couldn't do that. Quinn Carrier, you need to be in Avengers form or in hero form to be able to play that, so you can't play that when you're an Alter Ego, so there's no... Jumping down to Alter Ego, drawing to six, playing that and spamming a bunch of things, you're going to have to jump to Hero Form to play that. Um, Avengers Tower, um, if each of your allies has the Avengers trait, increase your ally limit by one. We've kind of made that automatic, and I originally didn't have um, that as automatic. I didn't have Speed, and I didn't have Spider-Man, and that was Mockingbird and Nick Fury. And I found too many times I wanted to get to four allies, because She-Hulk's big tanky health pool can do a lot of the tanking, so your allies can just fully use their consequential damage. Um, but if I didn't have uh, Honorary Avenger on Nick Fury or Mockingbird, it would like mess up my rhythm, and I'd keep end up having to discard an ally that I didn't want to discard. So I swapped it around so it was just Avengers allies. As we get more Avengers ally options, I think I'd probably change some of these out. Spider-Man's a little bit expensive for what I want to spend um, within She-Hulk, but he is really good, especially in solo, for just knocking out that solo side scheme um, and making it so that She-Hulk can focus on what she does best, which is damage. So... I definitely encourage you to try out She-Hulk Justice. You can try the normal She-Hulk Justice with all the flipping. I'd love to hear how people played that and how it went. Or you can try this um, readying constantly She-Hulk. Um, looking at the deck now, there's actually seven cards that can ready you. So you've got your three one-two punches, your two Earth Mates Heroes, and your two Tenacities. So once you've thinned your deck and played some of your upgrades and allies and supports, basically... Um, about a third of your deck is a ready card for you to keep readying She-Hulk and keep punching for two. And with that, um, this was this week's deck of the week. You can check out the Marvel CDB write-up in the link below. And eventually, um, once I finish those YouTube uh, edits, I will put the link to that um, in the episode description as well. And you can check it out. So, next week, we will be playing some kind of leadership deck, because no one has given me one of those yet. So, thanks, patrons. Just kidding. Really, thank you. Um, but I'll be having them pick what hero I should play with leadership. So tune in next week, and I'll catch you then. Thanks for stopping by.